Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers, and now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative, and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'm chatting with Leah Burtis founder of Empowered and Poise, whose mission is to empower and educate girls on how to be beautiful from the inside out through discovery of social, mental, and physical components. She's currently working towards her Master's of Science in Social Administration with a focus on school social work at Case Western Reserve University, and she is slated to publish her very first book, Conscious Empowerment, A Guide to Helping Girls Build Self-Esteem and Confidence in 2021. Please enjoy Leah Burtis. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast live episode. We've never done this before. Super exciting. And I am here with Leah Burtis today. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about creativity and share all of the fun and exciting things that you are up to. I can't wait to hear all about it. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Mari, for inviting me here. I just already love your positive energy. This is the first time we're really getting to talk. So after a long day and a long class, I'm excited to be re-energized and share a little bit about creativity. Awesome. Well, before we dive into creativity, if you wouldn't mind just taking a couple minutes and letting our listeners and viewers know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure, absolutely. So my name is Leah Burtis, as you've already mentioned, um, and I am the CEO and founder of Empowered and Poised, which is a girls wellness and empowerment program. We work with youth, tween, and teen girls to help them build self-esteem and confidence and learn about wellness, um, being social, mental, and physical well-being. Um, In addition to founding Empowered and Poised, I'm currently a graduate student at Case Western Reserve University, which is in the Cleveland area in Ohio, Um, working towards my master's, which um, is an MSSA when it comes from Case. (laughs) Um, And my specialization is children, youth, and families with a certificate in school social work. So I'm super excited about that. I'll be done here in just about um, one more semester. And then I am also working on another project, which is my very first book. Um, And I'm very, very excited about it. It's called Conscious Empowerment, A Guide to Helping Girls Build Self-Esteem and Confidence. That's so amazing. That I have going on right now. Thank you, Mari. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. And girl, grad school, I understand that it can be quite a heavy load to lift, particularly yes. <laughs> in that last semester. So I wish you all the best with it and Thank birthing you. a book. Oh my goodness. That is so incredible and so exciting as well. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Since we are here to chat about creativity, we're just going to dive right in. So when you think about being creative, what does it mean to you to be creative? That's a great question. You know, I think to me, being creative really just means being able to be your authentic self. 
Mm -hmm. right? Very in line with what Empowered Employees is all about. I think that when you can be who you truly are, embracing that and sharing that with other people, um, that's a lot of what creativity is about, right? Because we're all unique and have a lot to offer to the world. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I love that idea of being your unique self and having the ability to show up in your life in that way, regardless of your age, but particularly for young women and girls. I love the girls, tween and teen. I just think the word tween is very funny (laughs) (laughs) even saying it, but I I love it. I think it really captures (laughs) that in between age, age group. And I think it's really important that we're paying attention to that. So I really appreciate the, um, just what you're doing and being unique and showing up in that creative space, I think can also just be a really supportive model for young girls and women in our communities and in our society right now as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's definitely needed, right? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah. It, it can be tough with all the social media and all that, which is great. Cause right. There's that element of creativity that you can use when it comes to, you know, podcasts, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, all the other social sites. Um, but I think there's also that element of like, us needing to remember to be who we are, embracing who we are and like being creative and expressing ourselves in an authentic way. Right. Sometimes maybe, okay. It's okay to use filters, but like, let's not do that every day, you know? Right. Yeah. What is it like to really just show up as yourself? I think that is such a great message to share as well. And I imagine navigating the empowered empowered and poised apologies and grad school (laughs) that you come up against challenges or blocks around creativity. And I wonder if you could share a few of those challenges or blocks that you've experienced and then how you have navigated those. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure just like everybody else, there's times where I'm not feeling creative, right? On those days where you're just a little burnt out or overextended, um, So one thing that I think is really important is to give yourself permission to not be creative sometimes, right? Just giving yourself permission to take a break and take a step back. And one of the things that is helpful for me to kind of re-energize and get those creative juices flowing again is to do the things that I'm passionate about, that I love, and that can help me to relax and de-stress. So for me, that's like exercising, going out in nature, spending time with people that I love. Um, because I mean, really like when you think about it, writing a book, was I inspired every single day? Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, yes, there's an element of creativity and fun in writing a book for sure. I mean, it's a lot more fun than I would say the academic that I'm uh, academic writing that I'm doing in grad school, but there's still those blocks, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think you just need to, again, give yourself permission, take a step back pause, regroup, sleep on it, maybe. Right. And then totally. get back another day. Yeah. I mean, those are, that's a, such a great list of tips and tools to use. Cause yeah, there are days where we don't feel quote unquote creative, but if we can take that step back or pause or put something away and say, okay, I'm going to give myself 20, 30 minutes, go do something completely different and maybe, maybe something will bubble up while I'm doing something else. 
and I can yeah. come back to it. That's yeah. a great way to kind of combat some of those blocks or challenges that we bump up against, but also sleeping on it, really taking a, a mini vacation from it can also be hugely, hugely helpful. So thank you for sharing. Those. Yeah, absolutely. I know another thing that a lot of people like to use is music too. Like music can help you to become more creative or, you know, I think just also giving yourself permission to try something new and to kind of veer away from something that you've typically done. So like what I found was when I was writing my book, I, I usually set aside time in my day to get certain tasks done, but this didn't work when it came to needing to be creative for my book. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, okay, I'm going to work on this, this day during this hour, I really just decided to write when I was feeling inspired, um, which is so not like me because I like to have my things all planned out, right? I'm a little type A, <laughs> but it really, I mean, I think it really worked for me to write when I was feeling more inspired. Nice. Yeah. You're in good company being type A. So <laughs> excellent. Glad to know. Glad to know. Yes. But I love that really trusting that intuition and that inspiration to fuel those writing moments. It sounds like what you're doing and that that's wonderful to be able to do that. So I, well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> writing a book feels like such a huge feat to me. It's like that pushing something uphill for a long time before yeah, to me too. <laughs> getting to that point. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, I mean, it sounds like working with young girls and um, women, I imagine you yourself as a young girl experienced, you know, creativity. But when you think about being a child, what's your earliest memory of being creative? That's a hard one because I don't have a great memory if I'm just being <laughs> honest, but I do remember wanting to do entrepreneurial type things, even as a young girl. So, I mean, I started babysitting probably in like sixth grade as like a mother's helper kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember talking to my mom, going on my dad's computer, getting up. I don't know. At the time, it might have been like Microsoft Word or something, which mm -hmm. I mean, like I still use Microsoft Word, but um, and creating a flyer, thinking that I was going to like put this into people's mailboxes or, you know, in their um, what do you call it? The, the flag, right? The flag of the mailbox. Cause you're not <laughs> yeah. really supposed to put things in the mailbox. Right. But I wanted to, um, host birthday parties for young girls and like do their hair and makeup. I don't think I ever did that, but like the fact that it, I like love it. such a young age that that was something that I even thought of like, Hey, I'm going to like start a birthday party business where I do, you know, girls younger than me, their hair and, you know, nails or whatever. Like what a great party idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that was definitely one of my early memories. Um, but I always was into like arts and crafts and things mm -hmm. like that. My mom really definitely encouraged that. She's super crafty herself. So <laughs> nice. I love that. Wanting to support other young, younger girls to have fun yeah, birthday parties. I guess it parties. was always in me. You know, I never really thought about that <laughs> until now, but I mean, <laughs> I guess this was always a thing. <laughs> I love it. Entrepreneur and yes. working with young girls. Perfect. Yes, a little more focused on the internal stuff now, I yes. guess. So maybe that's where the, 
you know, the shift happened where it's not so much about the external qualities, but right. you know, <laughs> put a little spin on it. <laughs> yeah. But like how fun I, I love hearing everyone's kind of earliest memories of being creative and crafty things. I, that was part of my world growing up as well, doing lots of arts and crafts and just kind of letting imagination run wild and coming up with fun adventures. And so, yeah, I know you're the host here, so people probably don't ask you questions as often, (laughs) but I'm curious to know what's your earliest memory of being creative. My earliest memory of being creative. Um, I was probably, let's see, actually I was three and it was Three. the day oh my gosh, my, you go, girl. I know, right? <laughs> well, having been in the performing arts and acting, you got to work on your memory and memorize <laughs> that, things. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but I remember the day my brother was born, I was like super excited. I wanted to bake him a birthday cake the day he was born. So At three years old, you were going to bake it. I'm impressed with, I mean, I wasn't doing this by myself. There was definitely (laughs) someone there with me helping, but I was, that was, that was something that I wanted to do. And I remember I made, we made a poppy seed cake with strawberry frosting. (laughs) All right. I don't know. I don't know if that would be my first choice. I don't know that it was my, I I mean, it wouldn't be (laughs) mine today, but yeah. So I just remember that was like one of the earliest creativity being creative of like, this was something that I wanted to do, but I was always like out in the garden talking to plants and having my imaginative world and dressing up and putting on performances and, you know, just living in my own little imaginative world that was well-developed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So all about it. Thanks for asking. I know I don't get to share these things. You're welcome. You know, I think as we grow older, sometimes like creativity is like sucked out of us, you know? And I think that that's not how it should be, you know, because young kids, they're like, you just mentioned, like they're so imaginative, so creative. And I feel like this world has this really horrible way of like taking that away from us. And I think that that's why, you know, podcasts like yours are so important because Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I remember um, from grad or from my undergrad at John Carroll, um, when I was learning all about entrepreneurship in my minor was their focus was more around creativity than anything. Yeah. You know, and it was this, like, I remember like over half the class when asked who, who here feels like they're creative, everybody was like, I don't think I'm creative. Like, I, I don't feel creative. And then the professor was like, look, creativity is a skill, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a skill and it can be learned and developed just like any other skill. And that really stuck with me. And I feel like that's something that I like continuously repeat now, because I feel like it's just so important that people realize that you can work on it just like anything else. If you have the desire to become more creative. Absolutely. And recognizing that things being creative doesn't mean you work in the performing arts. You can be creative in any job, in your home life, in your work life, school life, friendships, intimate relationships. You can introduce or incorporate creativity into all of that. And so that's what I'm super passionate about here. So true. So true. Nice. Well, speaking of kind of memories or being inspired or things that inspire you that you continue to pass along when you think about 
being inspired, who or what inspires you these days? Well, I would say most recently, all of the amazing individuals I had the opportunity to interview for my book really inspired Mm -hmm. me. I feel like I got off every interview, which was like 30 plus, like probably around 35 different interviews and was just like, oh my gosh, these people are amazing. (laughs) I want to be friends with them, right? <laughs> like, yeah, because they just like they were speaking my language, interested in some of the things that I'm interested in. You know, have just this huge breadth of knowledge um, that to me is just inspiring, right? It's just so inspiring to see the works of other people doing what I feel is such good work. Um, so I would say, yeah, those people that I interviewed to me, those, those people are really inspiring, but, you know, I think even, even more than that, just everyday people who are trying their best, you Mm -hmm. know, um, like people who, even when life is really rough, get up and try again the next day to me, like that's inspiring too. Um, because I don't think we give people enough credit for maybe what they're holding behind a closed door and all the battles that everybody is facing. Um, so to like whenever I am, you know, um, honored enough to be able to hear somebody's story that they share with me about like overcoming an obstacle or a challenge, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of how they persevered to me, those are also, um, individuals who really inspire me. Yeah, absolutely. I have a similar response in after interviewing people for the podcast, like, oh, these people are amazing. They're doing incredible (laughs) things. And yes, I want to be friends with them. And so I completely understand that as you were saying about interviewing people for your book. So that is very inspirational to hear people and just to hear their life. And I think that's partly why I love being a therapist too, hearing people's stories and working with them and the challenges and overcoming life experience and continuing to move forward as the empowered, strong individuals we all have inside of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. I hear as you're talking, there's lots of community around you from various different organizations, schools, family, the, your empowered and poised team. And when you think about your community, how Mm -hmm. does your community impact or influence your creativity? That's a good question. Um, You know, when it comes to like the empowered and poised community, I would say that I'm influenced because of the inspiration that I see, as we had just mentioned. So, Mm -hmm. you know, not only through the book, but through the individuals who are sharing on our blog, we've had I think at this point, like 150 or so individuals share their stories. Um, and I think that like I become more inspired and can become more creative from hearing from them. Um, and then, you know, the expression of their words and putting that into writing. Um, and, you know, I, I think from the greater community, it's just learning and listening, right, to what other people are doing. Um, and you know, like one of the, one of the examples that I think of is I used to work for a co-working community Mm -hmm. and that's another group of people that I was really inspired by and kind of grew connections with. And, you know, now at this point, there's some individuals in that community that I consider very good friends. Um, and so being able to hear from them about all the awesome creative things that they're doing 
kind of helps me to think about other ways that I can expand what I'm doing in creative ways. Um, and I don't think I would have learned a lot of these things had I not asked, right? Yeah. But I asked and people were willing to share and, you know, I'm really grateful for that. That's amazing. I, I love how people's community does inspire them and influences their creativity and is also that huge support network for them to share their creativity or express it with them. So I love that. Yeah. I think community is so important. And, you know, something that's kind of crazy, Mari, is, you know, you would think with, with COVID, right. There's a lot of, unfortunately, very negative things happening right Mm -hmm. now because of COVID. Yeah. Um, But I would say that one thing that is super positive is people were kind of pushed outside of comfort zones to become more creative in the way that they do things, you know, and that is like, you know, we had to figure out how to do online workshops. That's not something that I necessarily had planned for. Um, But I'm really kind of glad that that happened because it's working really well. Um, And quite frankly, like, it's kind of nice not to have to be able to drive all these places. I kind of like being able to do it from home. Um, I don't know. Have you found that to be um, similar for you, you know, with COVID has, has there been any creativity that sparked because of it for you? Yeah, I think this podcast came out of it. It came out of my desire to share more creativity and to put it on a bigger platform for people. And so this podcast absolutely came out of the COVID-19 pandemic experience. Um, it, How I, positive I, is that, right? I know. How amazing. I had more time to devote to it. And I mean, as awful as it is for people to be out of work and how challenging as it is, it gave me the opportunity to talk and interview people who I probably wouldn't have been able to because of how busy they typically are in their life and in their jobs. So while I congratulations to you for doing this, you you know, and taking that step of bravery to to try something new, because starting something like a a podcast is is definitely not easy. There's a lot of learning that goes into it. So you should be proud of yourself. Thank you. I am incredibly proud of myself for it. And I love doing it and I love sharing it with people. And I love getting the feedback from people who listen and are inspired and try their own things out when they hear the tips and tools that other people share. So I'm incredibly proud of how far we've come and where we're headed. So thank you. I know I can't wait to continue to support you on your journey and continue to watch this podcast grow. That's awesome. Yes, I know. And I can't wait to read your book when it comes out. So I look forward to that. (laughs) And you kind of briefly talked about kind of the everyday issues of pivoting to doing online workshops. I wonder Mm -hmm. if there are other everyday issues that you've had to use creativity to solve. Yeah. So I I think that's another thing, right? When obviously you can tell that like I relate entrepreneurship and creativity, right? They go kind of hand in hand. Um, So the other thing is whenever you talk about entrepreneurship and whenever I talk about entrepreneurship, I should say, I always think of it as what problems can be solved, right? Like that's really what entrepreneurs are is they're problem solvers. And so for me in particular, the problem that I kept seeing was a lack of confidence and self-esteem in young women. Mm. And that's really part of what had inspired me to start, you know, this kind of whole brand of different things that I have going on. 
Um, and so again, that was the issue is like seven in 10 girls believe they're not good enough in some type of way that they don't measure up, whether it be their performance in school with the way that they look or, you know, with the circles that they're kind of moving, moving in. Um, and so this whole kind of brand was really my way to help solve that problem in whatever little way that I could, um, kind of, you know, and in my area of the world, and hopefully it will, you know, trickle into so many more lives, um, you know, to inspire other people and to help other people. That's amazing. And I love, I love it. I, I remember as a young woman, myself, a young girl participating in groups and, um, and it wasn't like therapy, but it was a group of young women. We were all together, 13, 14, 15, doing kind of, um, coming of age, ceremony and experience. And that was huge and something I absolutely remember. I remember like every single aspect of it. So I imagine all the things that you are doing for these young women, they will remember for the rest of their lives. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I sure hope so. Um, You know, even if it's just a handful of girls that I can help, I feel like that's totally better than none, right? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I so appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. And I have one final question for you. Sure. What is your secret to creativity? Oh, wow. Um, What is my secret? I don't think that there's a secret. I think it's just being willing to be who you are from your core. Right. And letting yourself just, just be, just flow, you know, like whatever, whatever moves you don't be afraid to just do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that so many times people are just afraid, afraid of the reactions other people have afraid of failure, afraid of whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, being creative is just kind of about letting life happen. And like when a door opens, walk into it, you know, like if, if the opportunity is there and it's something you're interested in, you know, take it and and make it yours. I I would say that that's, that's probably my secret when it comes to creativity is just be you. I don't think it's that big of a secret. I think it can be challenging, but yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love that secret or (laughs) (laughs) non-secret creativity. So thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your tips and your tools with us today. And if people want to get in touch with you or learn more about Empowered and Poised and your yet to be released book, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking that. Um, so if they want to connect with me, they can connect with me on any of my social media at it's Leah B I T S L E A H B E E or, um, through empowered and poised at empowered poised, um, you know, handles don't have the, and because it's too long. So empowered poised, um, or go to www.empoweredandpoised.com. And if you're interested in purchasing a copy of the conscious empowerment book or learning more about it, um, those channels should have links that can kind of direct you in the right place. Um, but thank you again so much, Mari, for having me. It was such a pleasure to be here. And I just really believe in the work that you're doing. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so like us on Facebook and Instagram. We are Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and your family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your comments, reviews, and questions. Tune in Tuesdays for a new episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.